Hi, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Jeremy. And welcome to Inside Quotes, the show where my brother and I discuss our favorite childhood movies. This is gonna be fun. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Since we were kids, we've been obsessed with movies and have found ourselves always speaking to each other in movie quotes. To the point that we formed many inside jokes, or as we like to call them, Inside, inside quotes. quotes. That was bloody brilliant. Each episode, my brother and I will be taking turns picking a movie to rewatch, review, and relive the magic of our childhood. Mm. I know some of these words. We hope you'll join us for the ride, and maybe we'll make a few inside quotes of our own. Enjoy the show! And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Okay, so I get out of the ball pit, all right, dust myself off, I'm looking for a kangaroo, all right. Next thing you know, I'm out by a Wendy's, and they're out of Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers. So anyways, to sum it all up, this is the story of how I found $20 on the ground. Uh, Jeremy, so I, I don't mean to interrupt you and everything, but uh, it's kind of like the last day of school here, you know, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, go for it. Welcome back to Inside Quotes, episode 16. I'm your host, Jeremy, and at, with me, as always, is my older brother, Jonathan, who also grew up with me and watched the same movies as me. Um, welcome to the show, Jonathan. Quack, quack. Quack, quack. <laughs> Are we just going to do this every time? I mean, I, we're not covering Mighty Dust right now. I know. I just I just like that as an intro. Just say quack, quack, everybody. Yo. Quack Attack is always back, no matter if we're covering Mighty Ducks or today's movie. <laughs> that That is correct. <laughs> that fact hasn't escaped me. <laughs> no, we are not covering Mighty Ducks this week, unfortunately. Uh, I have to wait for my turn to do the next one. But of course, this week is Jonathan's turn. And Jonathan, which movie did you pick for this week? So this week I picked Recess Schools Out. He says, school's out. Now, this movie was a staple of our childhood. And when, when I say staple of our childhood, I mean, it was a staple of our childhood. <laughs> uh, not just the movie that we had on VHS and watched a million times, but oh my the goodness. TV show, Recess. Jonathan, I had no idea how long it's been since I've seen this movie. Yeah. But how close I am to this movie. And it's been so long yeah. since I've seen it. Same. It is so good. It is. This is the stapliest of the staples so far oh, that we've man. covered. <laughs> like, I think this movie is the most nostalgic of the 15 we've already covered. Yeah. And that's past Goofy movie, Surf's Up, wow. and all the Mighty Ducks movies. Hmm. Except for three, who knows? And I think part of it, too, is just like, the memories of watching the TV show as well. But definitely oh, yeah. we watched the movie specifically a ton of times. <laughs> Have we covered a movie that had a TV show associated with it? Um, I guess we did Goofy Movie, which is Goof Troop, but that's different. 
Yeah. Um, Goofy's more known for other things. Than... I mean, not not no, not really. I mean, Good Burger was like a sketch on all that, but no, yeah. really, this is kind of the first one that was like a series that you know moved to the big screen. Yeah. Six, hashtag six seasons in a movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Created by Paul and Joe. Paul and Joe, who? I don't know. Just Paul and Joe. <laughs> Just Paul and Joe. <laughs> this is the ultimate summer movie. Like this is my favorite. The ultimate recess. Um, compared to the the ones we've done in the past, like Good Burger, like this is better than Good Burger, in my opinion. I'm gonna say it. Better, better movie than Good Burger, huh? I think so. I'm more fond. I'm more fond of this movie, basically. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think we 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 spent a lot more time with this movie from like a younger age than we did with Good Burger. Good Burger. We kind of talked about how we were kind of older when that one when we first saw that one for the first time. Yeah. So no, it makes sense. This is like, this is the movie that we would watch or the show that we would watch pre, um, middle school, high school separation mm. that every brother has, every set of brothers has, yes. Um, in their childhood, it's where the older one doesn't want to hang out with the younger one because he's yeah. not cool enough. You know, something that happened to me in that phase too, that you benefited from was, you know, I got to be probably about 14 or so and was like, man, I've got all these kids movies in my DVD collection. Like it's time for me, it's time for me to grow up, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I should just give these to Jeremy. And so I gave, I gave Jeremy a bunch of my like kids DVDs that I've, I've spent years like tracking down, trying to get back. (laughs) We we oh we have we ever talked about our trades? I I don't think so. Let's we let's our, get into we that. We our own little home black market. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we were like cutthroat when it came to our DVDs. Yeah. Um, if if you guys don't know us, um, me and Jonathan both had a race to collect the most DVDs or VHS tapes that we could, the most amount of movies that we could have. And we, I mean, we would have duplicates of each other's just because. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, we were like, oh, because we're not going to live together eventually. And I'm really glad that we have duplicates now. But yeah. by the time we stopped living together, um, you know, this little thing called streaming happened to where we didn't need our DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 I'm glad I still have some of them, but like pretty much I don't need yeah. any of them. I mean, I have this movie on DVD, but I mean, when well, I think yeah, about so, this movie, I think of the VHS tape that we watched a million yeah. times. Oh, the specific smell of the plastic case on this yep. one. Mm-hmm. I miss VHS tapes a little bit. A little bit. And then I'm like, I watched this movie on Disney Plus, and mm-hmm. I didn't have to rewind it when I was done. So, But yeah, the trades. The trades. Okay, so... Yeah, I benefited from Jonathan being too cool for school. And he gave me all like a huge stack for my birthday. A huge stack of his used DVDs. And I was like, he came into my room and he stacked them by my bed. And he was like, happy birthday. I don't need these anymore. (laughs) And I was like, dude, are you sure? These are the classics. And you're like, yeah, it's time to grow up. 
and I got some of the best movies that you've ever owned. Didn't I trade you? What did I? What did I? You got something from it? Uh, I no. In this instance, I didn't. But okay. we had other other trades where we did. <laughs> Not I, I remember some of these trades we can talk about. But this one was, you know, ah, uh, the I I can't have these kids' movies in my collection anymore. Let me give them to Jeremy, and then <laughs> and I can still watch them with him, and he's got it. But yeah. To, the two infamous ones in that stack of DVDs that I gave you that I regretted for the rest of my life. Let me guess. Let me guess. Sea Spot Run. Yes. And Daddy Daycare. Uh, Daddy Daycare was in there. I do. I did regret that one. But as far as the trades go, I just remember you would like, and it would happen both ways, but either I would come into your room or you would come into my room <laughs> and just stand by the DVD shelf and be like, so I have uh, a proposition for you. I have a proposition. <laughs> you were like, want to make a trade? <laughs> and I, and I would yeah. be like, I'd be like, what do you have to offer? And so you would just start like naming stuff like, okay, so look, I, I spy with my little eye, that copy <laughs> of, you know, <laughs> whatever yes. it was. What, what do you want of my collection to trade? And I'd be like, I don't know. That's a pretty good one. And we just go back and forth making offers for hours, for hours. And then hours sometimes, sometimes we wouldn't even make a deal. No, <laughs> we just have to, we just have to, we're just gonna have to shelve this and you try we're back. Like, you try back like a few months later. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we were pretty equal on that too. We, you didn't ever get the better of me and I never really got the better of you. I mean, we all got like good deals and good mm-hmm. steals, mm-hmm. but like generally I got a good steal from you and you got a good steal from me in those deals. And back then that's when like TV shows were yeah. more expensive than um like just dvds Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i remember i don't remember what i traded you for but i traded something for your beat up copy of uh home improvement season one i remember what the trade was what was it 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 was uh so you had been buying the seasons of home improvement at movie stop at that point and so you had i only had the second season okay well I think from then on you started collecting the whole series, but well, yeah, um, I had gotten the first season, you know, like a year or two prior and had that case that was all beat up. Yeah. <laughs> that, that season got a lot of watching. So, Oh yeah. <laughs> a what a good use. show. Home improvement, man. But yeah, so I knew that you were trying to collect them. So I made the deal for your copies of temple of doom and last crusade, Indiana <laughs> yes. Jones for season one of home improvement. Yeah, and because I oh, had the wow. first, I had the first Raiders of the Lost Ark on DVD, the first one. Mm-hmm. I had that movie on DVD, and so it was like it was like a win win. It was like I'll have my collection, you'll have a start to your collection, and uh, I remember yeah. that one. And that was a pretty good <laughs> one. I mean that that led to me going bankrupt, like kid bankrupt, just to buy the next season because <laughs> I didn't realize like the first three or four seasons were super cheap. And then, like the last five, the last four seasons were like really expensive, like yeah. twenty five or thirty. That's how they get you. The first few seasons are like mass produced, and then they realize, oh, maybe not as many people wanted it or something, <laughs> so yeah. they don't have as many copies, and you pay like double for the other ones. So, like, what other like iconic trades do you remember? Because I I barely remember it. Well, All I remember is not. 
I remember offering a lot and you're like, no, no, we, we honestly, we did not come to many deals. (laughs) We did not. So like the ones that we remember, we remember. So DVDs were basically our currency. Like we couldn't give two rats boots. We couldn't (laughs) give a rat's boot about money in general. We, Mm -hmm. I mean, we saved up our, we would save up our, what, a dollar a week from doing kids biz just so we can go to Walmart and get our 20 or 50 cent Coke and our pack of juicy fruit. Uh, kids biz. Per week. What's that? What's, what's kids biz you say? <laughs> oh, it's just a child slave labor law that our mom would uh, get us to pay us 10 cents to do laundry or the other room. random chores. And if we misbehaved, we got an oops, oops. which is just oh, a red man. peg and a red peg and a graham cracker board. <laughs> and <laughs> see if you could find that board and we'll post that. Oh, she, um, mom still did, uses that with, uh, with she our, not. our niece and nephew. Yeah, she uses wow. that. Um, so we got freebies, which aren't even like a good, like a freebies you shouldn't do anything good for, but we had to do good things for freebies. <laughs> I mean, basically it was our way of earning money and we yeah. would like run, we'd, we'd like, build up a tab of what like mom yeah. us. but i what i remember is like we never got paid out on that except for i mean we got what was owed to us but basically when mom went to walmart yeah she we would just like we just asked for something you know like a dvd that was within that price range it was a credit <laughs> and that's how yeah. it worked yeah yeah <laughs> every time we got an oops it was like 50 cents right or was it just 10 cents off um I don't remember. I didn't get oopses. You were the bad kid. I was the bad kid. I remember getting <laughs> lots of oopses. Mom, if you're listening to this, please, I think you still owe me at least a dollar and forty seven cents. So, um, pay up on those freebies. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I guess I'll just hit you up at the next Walmart DVD section. Yeah, but yeah, I remember we'd go to Walmart, and as soon as we'd get there, we'd like beg mom to let us leave the grocery the boring grocery section the boring grocery section and just we were like what did we say what was the classic line that we would ask mom mom can we go to the electronics <laughs> <laughs> we were so like it was so complainy too like can we go to the electronics <laughs> we're so bored looking at frozen peas <laughs> but once we were set free from the boring grocery store section, <laughs> we were on our way, and we had it, Walmart to us as kids was a huge place. Um, so it seemed like we had to walk like miles to get there. Yeah, <laughs> but we finally arrived to the electronics and DVD section of Walmart, and that is where our happy place was growing up. Yeah, because there were so many movies that we could wish to watch. That was also back when, um. Video games were also playable in that section. So I just remember the whole like first year that Guitar Hero came out, we would just be like begging our mom just to go grocery shopping just so we could like <laughs> play Guitar Hero in the middle of the aisle, stand with our neck cricks. Yeah. Those neck the neck pain we got from playing demo video games in yeah. Walmart is just it hits different. You you get ever get a crick in the neck? It's not the same. 
Well, and sometimes too, you, if you were lucky, they'd be like playing a movie you hadn't seen on like the TVs there. <laughs> I remember I would, I would always get the juicy fruit gum and you'd always get big red. I remember there was a period of like, uh, I wanted to go get a vanilla Coke, which was 40 mm-hmm. cents in the vending machine. 40 and cents. Then, I forgot. And then uh, cookies and cream. Uh, and this is, this is Brent. This is like brand name Coca-Cola. Like this yeah, is Coke, yeah, yeah. vanilla yeah, yeah. Coke for 40 cents. Yeah. And then, uh, and, and then, then I get and like cream. a cookies and cream or just a regular Hershey's chocolate bar. And I remember I needed like, I remember the specific amount I needed. It was like, I need like a dollar and seven cents to buy these two things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <7% laughs> I'd go in tax. with that, you know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, those were my things. And then I also remember buying, speaking of juicy fruit, when they had like, the hybrid flavors of the strappleberry oh. and the graper melon. Strapperberry. Strappleberry <laughs> and graper melon juicy fruit gum. Oh man. Um juicy fruit, if you ever want to bring that back, we will definitely be your sponsor. So <laughs> have we got a show for you. <laughs> have we got a show for you? Oh man. Inside quotes. Inside quotes. <laughs> Delete. No, keep that. That was great. Um uh, do you remember Juicy Fruit? Okay, so this is back in the day where they still sold Juicy Fruit gum or all Wrigley's gum in five packs. They don't do that anymore. And it's yeah. very sad. You could pay 25 cents for a mm-hmm. five pack of gum. We found we, like, we sound like old people now. Yeah. Back yeah. in our day, you could get a 25 cent pack of gum. <laughs> no, I remember the day, the day that those that price went up yeah to 35 cents and i was like are you kidding me i didn't budget for this this highway robbery (laughs) and i guess mom was trying to teach us a lesson and she wouldn't help us out because we would bring the exact amount of money that we needed for our vanilla cokes sometimes cherry coke back when it was still good cherry (laughs) coke's no good no good anymore yeah but mostly vanilla coke was our was our go-to we get that, and then I a mean, pack of gum, and sometimes our eighty-nine cent. If we were if we were about to splurge, our eighty-nine cent of our eighty-nine cent slice of key lime pie. <laughs> that was yeah. heaven. Yeah, single slice. I think that was back when we were a little, a little bit older, and we could do a lot more. Yeah. Make a lot more money in kids' biz. You know, and the only way you're gonna like save money with the cokes is if you go for like the Sam's Choice brand, which was like yeah. ten cents cheaper out of the machine. Which is sometimes <laughs> worth it if you got that key lime pie and a juicy fruit gum. But once they once they went to thirty five cents, I like protested. I was like, I'm yeah. not getting that anymore. It's not worth it. And and then when like they came out with a fifteen packs and they were like a dollar fifty, I was like. Who in the world's gonna use all that gum? Like, what in the world? That's a lot of gum. That's cool to have, but like, who's gonna do that? What we had to do, at least I know I did it, is I learned all my budgeting tricks from counting up how much money I made at my birthday party and figuring out (laughs) how I can ration this for the next year. How am I gonna survive? It's like an early retirement. You know, you can either blow it all on like something big, which I did a couple times, or, you know, maybe, maybe I'll buy this like Mike DVD for like $22 at Walmart, but then I'll shave oh, no. the rest, <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> and Earth. yeah, other than like earning a little bit here and there, it's just like, you know, it just didn't it just didn't happen, you know. So I remember the day I was allowed to mow the lawn. Yeah. They da- dad taught me how to mow the lawn. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so when am I going to get paid for this? This is cool. <laughs> And he's like, bring it up with your mother. She does kids biz. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to mom and she was like, I'll give you $5 for the lawn. And I was like, yeah. that's cool. That's a high dollar, high dollar job there. And then I was like, all right, dad, I'm going to do it two weeks from now. I'm your man. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna mow your the- man. <laughs> I'm going to mow that lawn for the, for that $5. And it came back. Um, okay, so like we had just like I I mowed like two patches of grass pretty much, and then Dad did the rest that day. And then two weeks later, it was my time. It was my time to shine. And anyways, I get to do it all by myself. All right, and I'm mowing the lawn, and then I'm done with the front lawn. Yeah, yeah. And I'm and then Dad's like, "All right, time for the back." I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> there's a back to this thing (laughs) so i was like okay well i'll go do it and i was so excited for my five dollars afterwards i'm like all right dad i'm all done didn't even run out of gas this time (laughs) Uh, so uh when am i getting paid (laughs) and dad whipped out his wallet and he gave me 10 bucks wow and i didn't realize that i was getting ten dollars Mom said $5, okay? And I didn't bring it up. And Dad just gave me $10, um, <laughs> five, five for each lawn. And I guess I, guess I threw in the sides for, for free. <laughs> but uh, I was expecting $5 that day, and I got 10 And that was the happiest, sweaty, grass-smelling boy on that street that day, guaranteed. <laughs> so, Dad, if you're listening to this, you could have gotten by with paying me five bucks. So, hope you're regretting it. <laughs> well, you know, he, he might listen to this one because, as I recall, he was, a, he was actually a fan of Recess. This, this was definitely, this was one of those movies that Dad would sit down. Like, any time, no matter how busy he was, he would sit down and watch it with us. Because he yeah. loved, he loves this movie. Like This one and probably <laughs> like C-Spot Run and Sandlot. Yeah. And Home Alone. But like this one right here, his favorite line was uh, when Vince saw the tractor beam go off. He was like, "Okay, that right there, that was messed up. Yep. (laughs) I specifically remember dad spewing his coffee out all over himself. Not a lot, but he he spewed a little bit. He was like, that's so funny. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. But I I enjoy it. I, I I don't think of this movie without thinking of you and dad pretty much. Uh, the other one I remember, I feel like he quoted was actually kind of the reason we even picked this movie this month was when they're like about to get out oh, of school yeah. and, the, and the lunch ladies are like, what do we do with this, uh, with this chowder? Hey Kirk, what do we do with the rest of this corn chowder? Ah, uh, leave it in the kettle. It'll keep till September. <laughs> <laughs> So we're like, oh, got to get this in for September. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was actually telling him we were going to be recording this, and and we started talking about it a little bit. And I mean, he was, he was, 
uh, he was naming off the characters and all that. Like he, he remembers a lot of it about the show and the movie and all that. And so, <laughs> huh? Yeah. This, this show is probably, this show is in our, in my top three. Yeah. Easily. I, 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 I feel like I can say, if not obje- top two, objectively <laughs> that this is like the greatest kids show of all time. Yes. Uh, with a close runner up of Phineas and Ferb. I will say that. That's a little it, past our time. Yeah. But I feel like it really it really like I don't know, captures what it's like to be a kid. I don't know. It really does. And uh and also has some like good like I don't know, lessons and sort of that sort of thing. And I guess like the 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 follow up to this show would be like Ned's Declassified, you know? Yeah. As far as like how to navigate school and you know how to, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to live your best I think, life. <laughs> I think the real follow up show is um, Community. Community. Have I have I shown you that uh, video essay? I I might have sent it to you. Yeah, I think a, you did a couple months ago. Yeah, I think you did. Com- and comparing it to back this. when like Disney Plus came out and I was watching Recess. Um, yeah, this Community basically ripped off recess in every way it's crazy look like with the school stereotypes and well we can put the link to the video in the bio but it's definitely really interesting to watch anyway recess the show is just one of my like favorite shows of all time and i think it's one of the best kids shows i mean i just love the um i love the characters and i love the they have their own like government and class structure (laughs) and out on the playground and it's like you know, currency of like trading candy bars and comic books for stuff and, and monster stickers. Oh yeah. Remember that yeah. episode economics yeah, yeah. recess, which is also in that community documentary or community right, yeah. video essay. I, um, I did watch an episode last night and it was the one where, uh, uh, Gus becomes the hustler kids, like apprentice. <laughs> and he oh, gets wait, wait, the, the, the Gusler, the Gusler kid. Yeah. Episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he, he like learns all of the hustler kids tricks and then he like puts him out of business and starts de- dealing dirty. Got one question for you. Yeah. Want to buy a winger thing? Oh man. I love the hustler kid. He's one of the great, like that's, that's the dad, thing with recess. One of dad's favorite characters. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. He's out there on the playground with the, with the trench coat. Like, <laughs> like, oh, the wrestling kids always, always pay the most for contraband. <laughs> <laughs> I got fireworks in here. I got Twinkies in the other. Um, yeah, on, on all the side characters too, it's just like even if they're not in that many episodes, it's just like you've got all the Ashleys, Ashley A, yeah. Ashley B, Ashley Q, Elemental Q, RST. Yeah. I don't know. Um, um, that tires that that tire fort that they were in. I want. Yeah, that was I always cool. wanted to be inside of that. That was the coolest yeah. thing ever. Yeah. That you've got swing set girl, you've got all the kids Upside in the gardeners, down. corn chip girl, yeah. Um, um, you got Lawson, the diggers, King Bob, yeah, the, the diggers. digging twins, digging twins. Um, I mean, you, then you've got the main crew, so you've got TJ Detweiler, <laughs> you've got Vince Baller. LaSalle, yeah. I don't remember all their last names, but you got Gus, Benelli, Gretchen, Mikey, Mikey. Randall. Well, there's just a whole little group that we're forgetting, is and that's the Indian tribe of the kindergartners. Oh, I did mention that. I did mention the kindergartners briefly. Oh, okay, but, I thought that but, was yeah. a hilarious. Just yeah. like 
savages other language barrier <laughs> the savages with paste stuck to their face and i <laughs> i remember there's like an episode where like tj gets sent to like sit, spend the day with the kindergartners or whatever and he yeah. slowly becomes like them <laughs> one of them <laughs> I, I was scrolling through Disney Plus just looking at the episodes and just like, man, I've seen like every episode. I like I remembered like not every little detail about them, but I just remember like, oh, seen that one. Yep. I remember that one. It was just like unlocking yeah. all these memories. I remember a big one that I remember was there's an episode where like TJ finds a hundred dollar bill. The C note. The C note. Yeah. C note. And That's he's learned what a C note was. And they they every. <laughs> Basically, the whole episode is like each kid in in the friend group like daydreaming about what they do with a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, I remember like everyone was like, "I'd buy a jetpack." <laughs> Jetpacks weren't even invented. Even as a kid, I was like, "Jetpack isn't going to be a hundred dollars. That's going to be like a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're well, a little older in the third grade or fourth grade then, huh? Yeah. So this movie, this movie makes a transition to, you know, they finally, they finally finished their fourth grade year going into summer vacation. And we've got the big movie, I guess, meant to be kind of the finale, you know, of the show. Although I I remember they did some like straight to VHS, you know, movies after, after this. Um, Just one. I remember there was one called Taking the Fifth Grade. Yeah, I had that one on on VHS. Oh, and there was a prequel, though, of them in kindergarten, right? All growed down. Yeah. No, that was Rugrats. Rugrats was all growed up, but oh, there was a prequel. I don't remember what it was called, but... Yeah, that makes sense. It was all growed um, down then. <laughs> maybe that's what it was. Um, I was waiting for the series to pick back up again, mm-hmm. and it just didn't pick up. I was like, what about fifth grade? <laughs> yeah, yeah. never did it, and that was depressing. Because this is the best show mm-hmm. ever at the time. Yeah. Um, but what I like about all these different characters and stuff is that it's easily like you could have kids ranging from kindergarten. It seems like to like high schoolers, like King Bob and like the military people. Oh, yeah. And Lawson, they all seem like they're high schoolers. Like even you can you can picture like the Ashleys. You can picture the Diggers, Digger Sam yeah. and Dave, I think. They're really just like a year older. <laughs> I know. I, I like that how they they put that perspective in of like, yeah. man, the kids one year ahead of us, one grade above us, they're so mature and they know everything. Like, yeah. They're so far ahead in life. I wish I was with them. <laughs> <laughs> but you could just tell, like, if you had a friend that was old, one grade above you, you were the coolest kid in the sixth grade. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was all about like, and you, you couldn't be friends with the younger kids either. You knew what grade everyone was in, you know, it was just like, yeah. oh man, that's a, that's a fifth grader. I don't belong with them. Sucks to <laughs> be alive. You. Can't play kickball with them. <laughs> oh, uh, you're a third grader. So you're allowed to go over to the basketball courts and play knockout. <laughs> I wish I could be you. So this was the first movie that. I mean, those other ones were just straight to DVD type stuff, but this this one actually went to theaters. But I didn't. I we didn't see this in theaters. I specifically remember the first time seeing this. Um, I feel like it was in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was going to ask you if we if you'd see, if we saw this in theaters because I could not remember. No, we didn't. I remember it was. I feel like it was the summer, and mom was like getting ready because she was working at the school that we went to, mm. and so she was getting ready to go back to the library and kind of get stuff together. And I had to go down like with yes. her, and I don't remember if you were there or not. I was, but always I remember. There. <laughs> I just remember mom bought. I feel like on the way there, we like stopped in somewhere and like bought it on vhs came and i watched it i watched it in the library at school on the classic av cart oh (laughs) in the library during the summer in the library that's where i watched it the first time we did a lot of those we watched a lot of those movies on the av cart yeah i mean yeah for sure um man we're one of the few kids that actually like it is being inside of an empty school during the summer really hits different. Yeah. It's a lot it's a lot cooler. But also it's kind of somber, like it's kind of sad. Yeah. yeah. Uh I definitely felt for TJ like the vibes he was getting when he yeah. broke into the school, the empty school. I was like, "Wow, that feels <laughs> I mean, their school didn't have a dungeon like ours did, but <laughs> the dungeon <laughs> the back room behind the stage <laughs> yeah but yeah the movie starts out with the some like private military base or something i don't know where in the desert somewhere mm-hmm. and uh you see this like break in i don't actually even remember it all that well <laughs> i i always forget about the like the plot of like so basically he wanted to build a tractor beam that was strong yeah. enough to move the moon a little bit closer yeah, move it slightly to to one side so that it changes the I don't know the gravitational pull of the Earth or something and cause another ice age. But also, does the moon do that? Because <laughs> you'd think you'd have to move the Earth away from the sun. Oh, let's not get into physics. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Plot hole. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, and also tractor beams that can pull the moon. Plot hole. <laughs> no, that, those are real, dude. That's no moon. It's a space station. Did you notice the Star Wars homage to this? Uh, no. Because it was, was it? right at it's right near the end of the movie when they were about to take over, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically the scene where Gretchen turned off the tractor beam, like unplugged it or whatever, yeah. and it. And like the lights started going down, and then like mm-hmm. the little, um, the lightning ball in the middle was shrinking slowly, and then like the bars, the light bars went down. That looked like the in A New Hope, whenever Obi Wan was turning off the, the oh, planet the- killer thing. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. And I just remember that. And then also the baseball crashing into that glass plasma thing or whatever. Oh, yeah. That was cool. Aim, don't think. Forget what they told you. Um, ah, man, this is such a well-written movie because like, they just call back to random lines like that. Even the corn chowder was used. At the end. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. They didn't man. keep till September. <laughs> this movie's almost perfect. Uh, Yeah, there was a lot of like side random characters that I'd like just forgotten about like some like Benedict's like henchmen and stuff or like the scientists that he's working with yeah. and, like 
uh, Baldy, the Baldy. Yeah, just like random characters that I just forgot about that I'm like, oh, man, these I haven't thought about these these characters in a long time, but that's like really nostalgic. <laughs> so in this movie. The animation was speaking of the visuals, this movie was a little bit different than the TV show because the TV show was just straight up 2D animation. And this yeah. was, too. I will say that, but it was also like some weird two and a half, two point five D. It was almost three D. Is like the camera moved around, yeah, cinematically around the two D building, and it, I don't know of any other movies that do that. I, I'm sure there are. It was a hybrid of it. Yeah, it was cool. I, I remember noticing right. that. As a kid, that it looked different, but I didn't know what it was or why yeah. it looked different. I, I specifically remember the intro scene where it cuts to Third Street School for the first time, and yeah. it kind of pans through the, the schoolyard. Like, like Google Earth's down to Third Street. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then also, like, at the end, when they're, like, running away from the school, mm. and it kind of zooms out, and you see the town and everything like that. And, it, and it's kind of this mix of like see, like computer generated but also i don't know the, the 2d kind of look but throughout the movie it kind of had that kind of hybrid a little bit look to it but i liked it i'm i'm a fan of it yeah for sure it's a lot more noticeable if you're watching it on like you know an hd on disney plus <laughs> yeah definitely yeah. but like even the movie posters are way more exaggerated though yeah, yeah. Like, those definitely look like they're 3D. Yeah. For Disney Plus to reboot this show. Um what are, what are your uh requests? <laughs> what are your demands? All right, live action movie remake starring Chris Pratt, uh, no, as TJ Detweiler. <laughs> <laughs> no. They already made a live action remake and it's called Community. Yeah, let's get the Community movie. Yeah, um, you know I, I just hold this show in such high regard that I I, I really don't want them to bring it back and, and mess it up. Let's just leave it, you know how it is. It, there's something about it that is very classic about it. It doesn't matter, you know, someone watching it now or you know during our during our childhood or even like 20 years before that. It's still like it would appeal to anybody. And I would hate for it to get like dated, like bringing in like modern references to it. It's it's just very classic. Right. I, don't I would. Know. This was definitely pre. I mean, internet was around, but it was definitely pre-smartphone yeah. and tablets and social media. Yeah. So I feel I don't know what it's like to be a kid these days in yeah. that world. But yeah, I always I like the beginning when it starts out, and we, uh, you know, skipping past the you know, the story part with the, like they're stealing the tractor beam technology yeah. or whatever. Uh, it's you know, good. Get into, it's good, but yeah, it's yeah. not, that's not what we're here for. <laughs> we, you know, they're, they're, they're painting through, you know, the schoolyard and everything. And you're seeing all the side characters that we know and love, but we're still wondering like, where's TJ and his gang, you know, and you see like Miss mm -hmm. Finster, which we haven't even talked about the, the teachers or I anything know. like principal prickly, Miss Finster. Grokey. It's croaky. Um, you see Miss Finster like, Oh, she's been like, Hiding all the ice cream all year. So I can yeah. sell it back to the district, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many staplers we can get? <laughs> okay, I just want to say that the ice cream heist scene at the beginning of this movie 
it is probably the best thing that could ever happen uh-huh. during recess. Yeah. It's Imagine that epic. actually happening. It's epic. Yeah. That's the one good use for that word. They they load up the truck and then you just cut to like, oh, where is TJ and his gang anyway? And then it cuts and it cuts to Spinelli being like pulled up on like a on a rope with like a crate of ice cream. Man, those kids can break into anything as long as they have a rope pulley system They're so and a roof of a van. They could break into an armored car if they yeah. wanted to. <laughs> um and they're all on the they're on the the roof of the the school. They've got they all the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> How do you build yeah. a catapult in recess without getting caught? Like I don't get that. And then meanwhile, Gretchen has this like voice changer technology for TJ yeah. to impersonate Principal Prickly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, I was like, oh, I will not stand for this ice cream. Yeah, I, I don't know what he says. I can't remember it I, all. But no, Principal Prickly was like, I won't. As you may have seen, there's plenty of ice cream all over the all of recess. And I will not stand for it to be on the on the floor. Yeah. So eat up. <laughs> yeah. It must be eaten immediately. <laughs> Must be eaten immediately. And uh, I have a big saggy butt. <laughs> yeah. And another thing, I need to apologize for all the terrible, no good, dirty, rotten things I've done for <laughs> done to you kids this year. <laughs> just like, you know, sending you to the principal's office for just because a, a guy's permission slip doesn't look like a like a guy's mom's signature. <laughs> like that. Yeah. It just cuts to them finding him making the announcement impersonating him was like, Oh, principal prickly, sir. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's always been a standout quote to me. I've I just always remembered that scene. There are a lot more quotes in this movie that I didn't think we got from this movie for some reason, just, I guess subconsciously. Yeah. But like we always, I mean, dad always says if we're like cleaning up at dinner and mom's like, should we keep this? Is this worth keeping? Put it in the fridge. And he'll be like, ah, leave it in the kettle. It'll keep till September. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we say, want to buy a winger dinger a lot. Yeah. Want to buy a winger dinger? Um, there's one line that I've, I feel like I've kind of said. Um, there's the one like after, after the kids have all gone to camp and TJ wakes up and he's, his, uh, his parents are like eating breakfast out at the dinner table or whatever. Or the, this is exactly whatever. where I was going. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he hears the the news story of like the 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 no recess committee are working to to ban yeah, summer vacation or ban recess in schools and, and 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 TJ's dad like just shuts off the TV and he's like no recess what a lot of hogwash what a bunch of hogwash <laughs> one that I it's not one that we quoted but I just thought yeah probably the most I laughed in rewatching this was when Miss Finster and Randall like are trying to spy on the kids breaking into the school <laughs> wait 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 <laughs> and she gets stuck in the window trying to get out Randall that? curse these bodacious hips of mine curse these bodacious hips of mine Randall go back to my place and get the butter <laughs> uh, yes Miss Finster <laughs> and Miss Finster is such a great character like you hate her so much, but you love to hate her. You love to hate her. Yeah, that's the yeah. perfect villain. I mean, yeah, perfect villain <laughs> is a villain that you love. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even the show and 
Yeah, I guess the movie does a little bit too. It uh, sometimes it would like highlight like a soft side to her or something like that. Yeah, I specifically remember a time where like Spinelli had to like get babysat by her one time. She had to, like go yeah. to her house. <laughs> yes, and like all the kids were like, like "Oh man, thing. yeah, yeah." <laughs> hola, hola. Anyways. You know, but you know, so sometimes she'd be relatable, but at the end of the day, you know, it's got to reset. She's you know, yeah. she's the disciplinarian at the school. I don't even know what her job was, but which is like really cool. She was the prison yard warden, pretty much. Basic, the warden, yeah. Like once she would open up a little bit and you got a little closer to her character, like you felt mm. genuinely closer to that teacher. Yeah. Like at the end of this movie with when he and when TJ and Principal Prickly had that conversation at the end. Yeah. That was yeah. the most heartfelt, like soul touching moment between an adult and a kid. Like that's the best possible conversation you could have with a kid is like connecting with them. And that's in that way. Yeah. Yeah, I agree The It, it, it kind of sets up the story of like principal prickly kind of losing his passion for teaching and that sort of thing, or being a principal yeah. and you know, oh, I just teach so I can have the summer vacation off and spend my time at the golf course. <laughs> but no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, and you see like, you know, how, you know, he got into teaching for the, you know, cause he wanted to make a difference in that sort of thing. And even, even yeah. having, you know, going against the antagonist of the movie, that Benedict, whatever, you know, with his going against his methods or whatever, like got him the job as principal. Yeah. <laughs> he like ousted him. I relate to him. It makes me want to become a teacher now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it, and it also you know it shows the side of like <laughs> the spinster too. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like you took you took the only woman I ever loved. Oh, that was gross. <laughs> that one's this, like <laughs> young Miss Spinster. She still oh, has the old lady voice. <laughs> yeah, Rovey <laughs> dude. <laughs> honestly that's that's the stuff that is always i've always remembered about this movie less so yeah. about like oh the plot of the of like oh he wants to get rid of recess and no summer vacation it's like i remember that i remember that tri- like that triangle of principal prickly and miss finster and and benedict you know and, yeah. in the 60s yeah. and it's like oh they hit they, they started out young with with ideals <laughs> and all this stuff and you know and how they've changed over time and, you know, I've letting be let how they've letting <laughs> how they've let like, you know, the burdens of adulthood get to them and, you know, that sort of thing. And like, I've always seen this movie in a childhood's perspective mm-hmm. and seeing that like this movie is so great. Yeah. Because of, and it makes you think as an adult, like this is a whole new movie watching experience for me. Mm-hmm. It hits you in the feels at the end there. and. That's good. You know, and it, but at the same time, it like, it, same thing, how we were saying with the show, like sometimes you'd relate to one of the adult characters, but then at the end of the day, it's got to reset, you know, I'm the yeah. teacher and, you know, and, and it does that, you know, you know, Principal Prickly at the end is like, you know, you know, come September, you're mine. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm going to get you. And it's just like, it's that game yeah. of, you know, you know, he does it because he enjoys it. Yeah. You know, and you you can tell that he secretly, you know, thinks some of the pranks TJ and his gang, you know, do are, are pretty funny. <laughs> They're on the same side, but it doesn't look like that. Anyway, yeah. You know. Oh, and one <laughs> one episode that we we have to mention. The can drive? Uh, no. 
It's the one where they invent the word womps. The womps or TJ. Yeah. This womps. Oh, I say I still say this womps. Yeah, they they invent that as like a way of a euphemism without having to swear. <laughs> and uh because they use it in this movie a few times too. But yeah, this womps. <laughs> one character that I completely forgot about, and I don't know if she was in the show, was TJ's sister. Yeah. Was she in the show? I, I don't think she was, but she was a little bit. Um yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is Christy Carlson Romano who played No Ren Stevens? No, it's not her. Who was it? You didn't look it up? No, I didn't look it up. I, I have IMDB uh, right now. I could look it up. It's uh it's Melissa Joan Hart, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Really? Uh, yeah, okay. That's what it was. All right. I thought I'd recognize it. It did sound like Ren a little bit. <laughs> Gonna say that though. Yeah, I, c- I could see that, but uh, but it wasn't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I forgot about that character and like how you know TJ basically undercovers this plot while all the all the kids are off at camp, mm-hmm. and he's got to bring him back. And so he like <laughs> he's like blackmailing his sister to like drive <laughs> him and pick up all these kids from camp every single day. <laughs> To spy on the school at night. <laughs> and we can talk about these camps a little bit later, but like, okay, I guess that that whole town that they lived—I don't know where it is—but like that that town was very active in like involving their children, I guess, because there was like seventy different camps you could well, go to. Thing, I mean, like all these camps—how they how far away were these? <laughs> were to drive that to like six small. camps every day? And after, after they didn't believe him that first day mm-hmm. they're like come on guys let's go back to camp yeah <laughs> they're just walking back <laughs> well, we can talk about it now i mean uh you know vince he goes to like baseball camp or whatever yeah he's you know let's talk about these camps um gus military camp and i'm of like course. why why is he so excited about this he's just getting like yelled at and <laughs> berated the whole time <laughs> um, military camp. yeah uh, you got Spinelli at like wrestling camp. Yeah. Uh, Gretchen, Gretchen along with the, the diggers yeah. kids go to space camp. Yeah. Digger, digger kids are like, I wonder if they'll let us dig craters. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mikey, Mikey goes to that singing, singing camp. Okay. Pick yeah. one of those camps that you've always wanted to go to. Cause on three, we'll say it. Okay. One, two, three. Space, space camp. camp. Yes. <laughs> space camp seems so cool. I can tell you the specific reason why. Why? So there's a season of, or the season. There's a scene where like Gretchen uh, comes into that room and like the, I don't remember what she's like trying to talk. She's like, Oh, I've, I've observed some abnormal behavior with the, with the moon. <laughs> it's like abnormal <laughs> position or whatever. And like the instructor is on like the wait list, like on the wires and like doing backflips on that, like fake moon there. Yeah. It's like, Oh man, I want to go on that. The anti-gravity on the suspenders. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I wanted to, because I really wanted to be an astronaut growing up. Yeah. Specifically. Cause I saw a bunch of space movies, especially mm-hmm. Apollo 13. And I remember we would go third grade, the yearly, like end of the year field trip was to go to Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is the coolest (laughs) thing I've ever been to. And then through fourth through fourth through like fifth grade, 
I wanted to be an astronaut and I had my mindset on it because I was good at math then. But then once fifth grade hit and we had that long division, I was like, <laughs> maybe I can't be an astronaut anymore. Yeah, I also remember there was an, an 80s movie that we had recorded on like VHS tape somewhere called called Space Camp. Did, do you remember yeah. that one? That was the one where that. like the kids go to space camp and they accidentally get actually launched into space. Yeah, that was such <laughs> a good movie. We need to cover to that. It to make their way home yeah we'll, we'll cover that one i forgot about that one space camp always looked pretty cool i, I always liked that too yeah apollo 13 was a big one in our in our house yeah anything with tom hanks was big i just wonder like how did how did tj like not know that everyone was going to camp all summer like i mean all year it just never came know. up until like the day before that's the thing that kids talk about constantly before summer yeah i don't know he was like making all these plans. It's like all my plans are meant for six, Mikey. <laughs> and he just like didn't talk to anybody about it. But I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. I don't know. He's too busy planning. And and the whole reason they talked about going to camp was like, we can't be kids forever. It's time to grow up. It's like we got to think about our futures. <laughs> They're going into fifth grade. I mean, I was thinking <laughs> about my future at that point, and I wanted yeah. to be an astronaut. Yeah, and that was pre, you know long division (laughs) but after this uh, year we we are technically gonna technically gonna be considered pre-young adults (laughs) and next year we won't even be pre we won't even be pre (laughs) they go off to camp and tj's left all by himself and you get that that song this the song that i think of a lot of not the first one that comes to mind but like maybe the second one is the one is the loneliest number here yeah (laughs) driving around town and he just looks so so lonely yeah and not only that but the the town he's dri- he's riding around on his bike and it's just like a ghost town it's like there's got to be people here still. No, there's no adults. Only kids in that town. The only adults yeah. are the parents of those kids, and they stay in the house all day. But yeah, so they they all go to camp, and and TJ's mom like is like threatening to like set him up with a playdate with Randall. <laughs> I always think that <laughs> going to a playdate with Randall. Can't believe I've sunk this low. <laughs> but on the way to on the way to Randall's house, he he drives by the school and he sees like this flash of green light. Yeah. And he picks up on like, okay, what's going on here? <laughs> and uh he tries to he, he he spies on on them, he goes, looks in the window, he sees weird stuff going on. He goes, he tries to get Principal Prickly involved, he pulls him off the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> and Principal Prickly like shows up to the school, puts the key in the door handle, and gets like vaporized. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't ever really explain that. No. I guess it's just his imagination. You just see his shoes left. And I don't know if it's the tractor beam technology or whatever. They like suck him through the keyhole. <laughs> and they've got him like held hostage in the school. Oh, but and also shoes. Yeah. Also the, the bald guy has like created this flesh mask to impersonate Pr- principal prickly in the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this weird plot going on. Well, let's talk about the music in this actually first okay um 
right off the bat, I get a 60s vibe. Yeah. All the songs are straight. Maybe that's why this movie is so good is because they have so many good songs and they did not they didn't skimp on the budget for uh for just royalty free songs at all or doing their own score yeah. or anything. Yeah. They used like straight up bops from the 60s. 60s, 70s groovy. Yeah. And I I guess it is a 60s type movie because back the flashbacks to mm-hmm. the adults young days skipping to the end credits this green tambourine song this is the thing i think of all the time i i always thought that was such a weird song as a kid <laughs> yeah and, and it, these kids are now hippies and it's like this psychedelic 60s song and it makes sense now <laughs> that you think about it like that yeah. theme of the music i was like this is such a weird random song to like be at the end credits <laughs> it's like weird music video like the colors are changing and especially with mikey's like male uh, adult baritone voice (laughs) bon voyage tj (laughs) oh man Your silver in my tambourine Help a poor man build a pretty dream Give me pennies, I'll take anything Now listen while I play My green tambourine Okay, so that mo- this movie, I guess they just didn't know how to end it without mm-hmm. just going straight to credits, which they could have done. I didn't know where to put that music video. They could have done at the end of the credits because it was just a weird transition from like fading to black with like, let the sun shine in. Yeah. You know, um, and they're just running off into the distance. They could have just faded it to black and gone into credits and then later done the music video. But no, let's end this on a funky note. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, Green Tambourine is a good song. I feel like it's the thing. I mean, they lead with it at the beginning of the credits. You know how sometimes, you know, people would say, stick around after the credits for an exclusive behind the scenes peek yeah. at the movie or the or the music video, you know, and they'd put that kind of thing at the end of the credits, but they just start out with it. Right. So, yeah, it, def- it just goes straight into it without any warning. So I always remember the green cameras or what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what the, the only thing that I really felt like was out of place in this movie was John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of a number in the middle of the movie. (laughs) I mean, they would every once in a while in the show sing, but like, didn't fit the vibe of this movie at all. To be honest, I other than like the the couple songs I mentioned earlier, I don't didn't really remember that much music in this movie. There's actually a lot more that I, but it's a lot of music. Yeah, and I'm gonna. There's got to be a Spotify playlist because I'm going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. If not, I'll make it. <laughs> um, that's so good. So many good songs. Yeah. Just puts you in the moment. I mean, the the John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. I mean, that whole scene, I guess the whole scene in the treehouse is them like coming to terms of like, oh man, we're getting older. I'm not going to have that many more summers like this. And it's like, 
You know, we yeah. want to do something epic, like save the world. Or sing a song. <laughs> From a second ice age. How about that? <laughs> but then they kind of reminisce. They start reminiscing, yeah, of, of old times. And then Gus starts crying. He's like, oh, I just moved here. I never had any summers. What a stinking wimp. <laughs> um, one line, though, I, I really liked about that. It's kind of similar to like a quote that we say sometimes. Mm-hmm. Was it was like, "Oh, do you remember when when your sister taught us that song?" And and TJ was just like, "Oh yeah, back when she was nice." <laughs> and like, and I remember, and I don't remember the the story of us, but we we started saying like, it's not related to this line, but we'd always say like, "Oh yeah, I remember back when we were dumb." Back when we were dumb. Hey, <laughs> remember back when we were dumb. <laughs> It kind of reminded me of that, but I was like, oh yeah, back when she was nice. Yeah, me neither. Back when we were dumb. It's an inside quote for us. Joke. (laughs) One thing that stood out for me was Mm -hmm. the uh, roast beef and mashed potatoes in the cartoon Ziploc bag. I wanted to eat that. That looks so good. (laughs) (laughs) Which scene was that? I can picture it, but I can't remember. In the, oh yeah, yeah. He sneaks up the food during the stakeout. Yeah, yeah. So is that most savory cartoon animated food for this week? I'd say so. <laughs> the segment so the we've... corn chowder. The corn chowder looked really good. We haven't done that. Before, talked about that in a while. <laughs> well, there hasn't been many good foods, I guess. But yeah, this this movie is pretty short. I feel like it's like eighty minutes or something. So it's good. It didn't seem like it to me. Seemed long. Yeah, seemed long. Yeah. I was in the I was involved I was in I was immersed into this movie though. So like I felt so, like I was there enjoying every single shot and frame. Yeah. Every scene. It was the best. It's the best. I like Gus's speech at the end. His one line that he said yeah. kids that aren't even born yet will look back at this moment and say, They did it. <laughs> yeah, so at the end they they all kind of had their moment. Everyone in the gang has their their moment to shine. Yeah. You know, of of something that they've done, like has to, having to do with like even the camp that they were at or, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. But not just that. I mean, even the secondary side characters from the show, like come back to help them. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got the diggers and the, the Ashleys and I mean, just all the kids that we've mentioned, the kindergartners, everyone comes through to like help them, like stop them at the end. Yeah. And like how you were saying, like a lot of the stuff mentioned gets like brought back later. So, it's, you know, it's good. Good writing. Well done. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. One scene I forgot that I liked was like <laughs> they're trying to distract the guards in their plan at the end. And like Mikey just gets on a ladder behind some bushes and starts singing. <laughs> that was so good. I forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> and they like dig this big hole and <laughs> and uh, all the like the security guards, like one by one, like go go back there's like hey you kids get out of here and they like go behind the bushes and like disappear <laughs> they're like I fall into big, this huge pit i got big money python vibes from that <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps singing is that's pretty funny it's kind of a random scene better pranks let's talk about these ninjas <laughs> okay where do the ninjas come from huh don't understand that yeah i don't know i liked it especially when <laughs> Especially when Gus, like they, the way they were fighting all these people at the end, were so ineffective. Like, mm-hmm. ooh, they poured corn chowder on the bald guy. He's a little bit warm. It's been in the fridge, maybe. 
Yeah. Oh no, Gus. Gus is squirting purple flurp on these ninjas. I guess they're done. Spinelli. <laughs> I guess Spinelli and was Spinelli sprayed silly string all over the the other goons. Yeah. He got in their eye. They're dead for sure. Knocked out. <laughs> Yeah, and Gus and Gus learns his his leadership skills from his military camp to give that you know that speech at the end. Mm-hmm. It's like General Patton. Yeah, everybody gets their own thing, and then Gus mm-hmm. in, and then Vince ends it up. Vince ends up uh, using his baseball skills and knocking the plasma ball power mm-hmm. source. So, movie over. No more problems. <laughs> I guess the cops can come now once they believe you. I was just going to say, I just remembered the cops. I was like, they keep going to him. They keep telling the story and they're just laughing at him. I I forgot about those characters. (laughs) Those were like nostalgic characters for me to see. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) You'd think they could see the huge tractor beam in the sky at night every single night. But no. Oh, yeah, that was that was one thing I I noticed was like they completely like re-outfit this this school with all this technology like automatic doors and like oh they've redone the entire roof so it has a retractable roof and this huge tractor beam can pop they out turned it, they turned it into the death star that's what they did it's just like yeah there's <laughs> like all this technology in the school now and it's like okay how how'd you do that so fast um yeah i don't i don't really have much else to say we, we probably didn't talk about it all that much but we talked a lot about things you can't help. You can't talk about the movie without talking about the show and, and that's what and other this is stuff. About. So. It's about our childhood. I don't feel bad about not talking about this movie that no, much. No. Hopefully, you listeners enjoyed your little glimpse into uh, our our childhood more yeah. than usual. Um, <laughs> but I say it's about time we wrap up. We're almost well. I've had I've had a good time watching this movie again. It, I have not watched this movie as an adult. It's been a very long time since I've seen this. So, uh, Jeremy, you want to give us a hint for? next week's episode i mean everybody knows what we're covering next week i'm gonna say it is probably the most unrelatable yet best high school movie ever mm-hmm. just gonna say it, you know and it starts um, with a w and it starts with a w <laughs> just kidding it starts with a d cool well we'll look forward to watching that one next week Okay, so our show art was done by Bryce Bridgman. You can find him on Instagram at Groovy Bridge. Uh, just spell it like you hear it. If you want any artwork done by him, hook him up. Give him a little DM. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Inside Quotes Cast. So, Inside Quotes Cast. Um, we post weekly. If you have any issues with our hot takes, or just want to sit and chat a little bit, you know, maybe you just want to, you know, crack open a. a uh pack of juicy fruit strappleberry gum and just mm, chew some gum and talk movies with us you know 100 or if you're if you're a graper melon guy you can go for it we accept all types of people here on inside quotes <laughs> but yeah until next week guys don't forget jeremy i haven't forgotten about that saggy button comment come september you're mine 